This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right. Here we Do we know what episode this is? Number? Shit. 106, I believe. Whoa. We're getting up there. Whew. Yeah. So, um, what's our topic today? Well, uh, this is a, we, we really didn't know what we were talking about. It was a weird we, week. We looked at our emails, but we couldn't find any more that we uh, were requested to do. So, we, we're not doing any of those. We're just kind of throwing some stuff so, out. So, there, there was a couple little tidbits of ideas that we're putting in here, but I think we're calling this uh, misrepresentation in Aikido. And we're basically just going to talk about um, uh, things that we say we do that we don't do or images we present of ourselves that aren't true or... Or images that have been presented of the art that aren't true. Right. Right, so maybe it's not something we do but we other have people done within right. the art it's from the outside looking in right and um, then maybe uh some historical figures and things they've done that are like yeah. is that a misrepresentation yeah yeah all right so let's just i don't know we probably all have a, a few um and and you know so part of this was a little bit spurred on by a question and it was um talking about steven seagal i think this is probably a good place yeah, jared wilson uh, uh yeah asked us about that. um a good place to start because i think in some ways, he could be a polarizing character. Oh yeah, um, and the, he he is a character, which is odd because he is also a person, but <laughs> he is a character. Um, and I think that depending on where how you are coming at it, he could be a misrepresentation of uh, what it is that we do. Yeah, it's or it, what we're supposed to. It's do, interesting, but. I think, when you get to Steven Seagal because I think he's driven so many people to Aikido that you start to have to ask, like, well, is the way he's representing Aikido actually a way that people believe Aikido is? You know, like, so, you know, if you yeah. present something in a way, it, it could be very different than anyone else. But if 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 a whole bunch of people saw that way and said, oh, that's what Aikido is, okay, right. are they actually misrepresenting right. Aikido, or, or has it be? Is it it's a that new thing? thing. Right. I think the trouble, I mean, as we're getting into this more, the trouble with talking about this subject is that there's always going to be some group of Aikido practitioners out there that are like, well, Steven Seagal represents us perfectly. Right, you know? exactly right. Or, you know, quite on the opposite. Not at all. We do nothing like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think what we're trying to do is talk today to the um, the average, I guess, right, or right. to the, you know, middle point of what the general kind of aikido that's practiced is it's funny you said this not too long ago and and i think uh, it's really true like it it, it does us no favors like this podcast is very middle of the road like uh meaning you know we have strong opinions about things but like our strong opinions are really not polarizing in either direction it's just kind of like middle And, and and it's so much easier to be popular and recognized when you take an extreme you know so like it's a lot of the shit that's going on right now where it's like i am the hardest core aikido guy ever or you know i am the most monk-like peace dude ever like and so it's easier to get a bunch of people behind you when you're polarizing but but most of the time we're like well you should just think about it well and, and that's what's interesting to me as i was when i mentioned this to chris the other day it's funny because i never pictured I've never been the kind of person that's just like, oh, I'm just kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I have strong opinions about stuff. Um, and knowing Chris, especially about martial arts, it's funny to me that we would end up kind of having 
like the way that our podcast has has evolved you know it's funny to me that 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 that's kind of where we've settled is somewhere in between in terms of who who listens to us and that kind of stuff because knowing chris chris is very opinionated and very um some people i guess back in the day would would think that you were radical with stuff you know um and so it's interesting now that that we have a lot of we have a really diverse kind of group of listeners but i think that's a that has a strong appeal because what we're saying is exactly pretty evenly in line with what people say about aikido and what kind of people are doing with aikido you know i kind of think and i mean this is in line with misrepresentation or or just different kinds of representation i think um what happens when we try to talk as a community is we tend to focus on our differences and so because we focus on our differences we seem like we're so different you know yeah but if we would just focus on our similarities and that would kind of tell us what we are as a community then yeah. i think we could work together more and know? that sounds very kumbaya sure <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but like if we ever want to be a community and you know maybe we don't yeah I but like we're all here to do this thing we call Aikido, you know? And so if we're not at least trying to look at going, what are the main streams of thought in this community, then it's hard to sum up what we do or if you diverge from the thing, you know? Because everyone wants to, like, everyone's so focused on diverging from the thing, but no one's actually saying, what is the thing? You know what I mean? Yep. Okay, so maybe we start here. What is the thing as represented, uh, as we, as represented to the the public like what is the thing and maybe we can go through some of the various ways that aikido is represented and then go misrepresentation or or true so for example steven seagal he is representing something what is he representing about the art and how may or may not that be correct I think a good thing to talk about maybe is for chris to talk about you had those six tenets Mm -hmm. of the Aikido community, mm-hmm. and and I feel like those are good examples of mainstream-ish Aikido thought, mm-hmm. and then looking at those different p- people and things and, and seeing how those kind of maybe match up or don't match up with that. Yeah. Let's talk about those uh, those kind of different groups. Um, I think I have a decent handle on what the basic groups are like. You know, so there definitely is like the um, Steven Seagali group, and, and, you know, I wouldn't limit that to, like, just tension Aikido, so you could say, like, oh, it's, you know, the tension group, but that's, yeah. that's not just them, it's, like, there's a lot of people who, like, saw Aikido represented the way that Steven Seagal does, and they're, like, oh, okay, that's Aikido, and there's definitely been times in, in my journey on, in Aikido that I was, like, oh, you know, Steven Seagal really did a good job of representing Aikido, and there are some truths to that, and there's some real, real falsities to that, and, like, he definitely um, uh, represented uh, his idea of technical Aikido really well, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like some real joint locky, quick, uh, eating me based, like, uh, you know, tearing through something kind of Aikido. And um, and that's definitely an, an aspect of Aikido. But to me, it's so polar, like it's so on one side of Aikido that it doesn't allow for a lot of the rest of Aikido. Yeah. And so it, it's it's not really a good representation of Aikido. But it's definitely like a, a definitely more towards uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu yeah. technical. And what, what about the aesthetic? Because I, I feel like uh, Steven Seagal also represented a certain aesthetic yeah. of uh, Aikido. Yeah. The and type I, of person who, you know. 
Yeah, and I think that aesthetic's really represented by that like a uh, tight angle cutting, eating me base, like really trying to cut through something, very triangular in nature and very joint locky um, and uh, quick, sharp, tight movements. You know, so technical Aikido yeah. is what I would say. Um, and I think that's appealing. And I, I think it's appealing to the people. So like that, that, there's another group, like I don't want to screw this up and, and, and jumble it all together. But, you know, there's another group of people that is just about aesthetic Aikido. Yeah. And, and that's like, that means that we just are doing the practice so it looks cool. Yeah. You know, and that's like, it's a, it's like the same as like ballroom dancing or something or ice skating or something, anything that's like, you know, the functionality is not as important as how we look doing it. You know, we want to have beautiful falls and rolls and everything looks smooth and fluid and we move nicely. A lot of the like Aikido videos and stuff that I see, especially on Instagram, I feel like that's a very aesthetic kind of yeah, it's social a real media. Common, like Aikikai uh, yeah. push towards. And what's interesting about a lot of the Steven Seagal group is like they are also into aesthetic aikido yeah but the aesthetic looks different so i think right. yeah. it's, a, it's a harder right. yeah it's edged. an angular right. yeah angular yeah. yeah yeah and that's what like rilani aikido i don't know how much of that you guys have seen but it's like a, a western european style of aikido and um it's very angular sharp tight bang 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 and um that to me represents more of like a an aesthetic idea of Japanese jiu-jitsu, right? Like a uh-huh. perfect Japanese jiu-jitsu that's very aesthetic. Um, and meaning that, like, we really don't care about the functionality. I think I'd get in trouble. I think a lot of people listening to that would go like, oh, but we do totally right. care about the functionality. But but the truth is you care more about the way it looks when you do it. But that's not all. You know, if you're talking about Steven Seagal, that's not all of that group. There is definitely a, a, a portion of that group that's very interested in how do we have functional Aikido? How do I have an Aikido that could be used for that? I'm just saying, like, from a... From from the representational standpoint, the things that he represented, the way right. uh, much of it was based on the aesthetic, because he's he's, yeah. he's in a movie movies, star. I so mean, yeah. obviously, it's you have to care about how things look. Right? I mean, well, that's all you have. That's all you right. care about, right? Because in a movie, it that's all it is. No, there yeah. is no functionality. Right. There's right. just how it looks. So of course he's going to be, you know, right. And I think one of the problems, kind of, with uh, Aikido's uh, Steven Seagal's representation of Aikido is people think that because he's a He's a you know legit seventh don. He's a legitimate expert in Aikido. Um, so because he's an expert in Aikido, and that's the way Aikido looks in his movies, that if they use it in real life, quote unquote, it's gonna look it's like gonna it. look like that, and yeah. and that will never happen, right? Like so that that is a falseness. Like you know any kind of choreographed movie fight, it nothing will ever look like that. There is not a mysterious guy living on a mountain who can do that in right, real right, life, right. and it's because everything's different about a real fight. Not just because, like, you can't be that good. That's not what I'm saying. People never attack the way they do in movies, so that thing will never look the way it looks. Well, and also, uh, we kind of learned this when we were at CombatCon the other year, a couple years ago, um, and we were doing, like, the stage falling, like, how to fall for a camera. And the guy was talking about, like, how to make a fall in such a way that you uh, are always on camera, like, your face is always on camera, right? You're the majority of, like, you have to play to the camera, uh, especially if you're, like, an extra who's just getting thrown around and you want more screen time, right? Right? Uh, How can you put yourself and fall in a way that you're always on camera so that they can't, you know, cut away from that, essentially? Um, So if you think about this, right, it's the same thing. It's like it will never look like a real fight because 
there's a camera that you have right. to play to, right? Right. And the camera sets what you're doing more than right. anything, right? And all the people taking the falls for the camera want to make it look as awesome as possible right. for that. So, so I think that's a little bit of a and and a, a part of the problem with being in interested and invested in that is because Aikido demonstrations also Are use that, same that thing. tactic, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it really, look, people start thinking like that Aikido is going to look like the movie. Right. It, it mushes up people's ideas of what is happening, you know, right. like, like for the people doing demonstrations or the people acting in a movie, they're kind of they're at least aware of the fact that they're doing a demonstration and they right. are the person or they doing, should be anyway or, right yeah i'm yeah put most of my money on the idea that they, they at least are aware that they're doing something for a demonstration or for a movie but the people in the the audience seats of those two different right. scenarios right. they're like oh yeah i'm watching a movie oh yeah i'm watching a demonstration but that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're critically thinking about how that might be different from life that's right and i don't know the other day um I think I talked to Chris about this a couple months back. I was on a, um Aikido group on Facebook, and um, someone had posted a uh, – it was filmed in this forest, and it was some Aikido techniques and um, had lots of kind of, like, flashy uh, filming and, like, you know, it looked kind of, kind of movie-ish, you know? And um, – there were some conversations happening and and just watching it to me my concern with it was um do the guys that are making this video know that this is a video essentially another demonstration or a movie this is a a choreographed thing are they aware of that fact and do they know that they're just making a cool thing or do they or do they think that they're making a cool thing or do they think that they're that they're really representing something as it as it would happen in life and and that's what scared me about it you know and different people had some different critiques oh the footwork's bad oh this is bad and to me it's like you know fuck all that yeah that doesn't i mean you know whatever that's not an important issue the issue to me is when people watch this when people see this because people watch and see and look and think and when they're watching this do they understand what is going on here and and that's a misrepresentation to me and so watching that i was like oh shit this is a little scary to me because people if you say this is aikido and you here it is People think, oh, this this is right. what it's going to look want, like. I need to be able to do that, right? That, right, and that. and that's that's scary to me. I don't you know, know how many people I've explained to uh, what a high fall is that they're like, oh, because everyone who doesn't do aikido who sees a high fall, they go, oh, you're throwing so powerfully right. that they have to fly through the air, and that's the that's the perception. You know, and even a lot of like newer aikido people, they get this idea that like, oh, when sensei throws you, you'll have to fall right. in a high fall. The truth is that the only reason you're falling is a high fall is because either A, you're so twisted up that the only way to possibly fall is 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 in the high fall, or B, you're falling anyways to your shoulder or your head, and so turning your body over like that is the only way you're going to keep from smashing yourself. Right. So it's not you're because You're literally the, saving your face. Right, exactly right. And it's not because the nage is doing it in a special way. It's because the uke recognizes that the only real efficient way to take that fall is to flop over like that. So the uke is in charge of the high fall. The uke chooses to high fall, you know? And and so, like, that's a, a typical confusion in Aikido. Like, the high fall is probably a, a giant misrepresentation in Aikido right, yeah, because yeah. it's like people 
people are like, oh, they're throwing so powerfully. It's like, no, the guy knows how to fall, so he's not letting his wrist get jacked. I think that's a, uh, that is a good yeah. point, that that, to me, it might be the biggest misrepresentation is, in, in Aikido. Because it does seem, like, if you're watching from the outside, what they're, what you know the what you think that you're seeing is like the guy who's throwing is kicking the other dude's ass or whatever you know is and that's not what's happening is calling that a misrepresentation a misnomer because in my opinion seeing a high fall no one's saying that that something else is happening you know if it's just a demonstration or if it's just a thing that people are seeing i don't think it's a misrepresentation in in a literal way that like this is wrong, you know, or this is something that's not actually happening. It's just the, right. the narrative around what is happening. Right. You know what I mean? But, but, the explanation of that thing. But, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Like, no one is literally saying, like, oh, this is because he's so powerful. But everything that's being done in the demonstration is leading you to believe right. that's that. That's true. You're and leading the, you to draw the that The sensei always throws right. in high falls, you know? Right. That's the true. sensei also yeah. always picks the best people to take fucking Ukimi, and so they right. can take those kinds of falls. And that's then you true. could say, well, but the sensei throws so powerfully that they has to pick those people or they would get jacked up. Now, that's also true, but it's not because the throw makes them do that. Right. It's because, you know, like if you did, you know, a, a throw that would normally be a high fall from, from a, a good uke, it would just be a, a twisted joint that right. would hurt. Like, you know, and it wouldn't be dynamic at all. It would just be this like jacked up joint and right. then it would it And would then he would fall on the ground and That's be like, right. ah. Yeah, and maybe not even do that. Maybe ah. keep hitting you and, and right. doing stuff while their wrist is jacked up, you know? So like, you know, I've definitely been in situations where I've twisted on joints and the joint's done a bad thing, but the guy didn't stop coming. You know what I mean? Like, like. Yeah. That, so so look all the things are true right like like mm-hmm. you're saying the literal truth is there so it's it's not a represent misrepresentation meaning it's a lie uh-huh. but the the story the narrative we're creating around it is not what it it's actually right, seems right, right. right okay yeah. yeah if anything and i've always i we've i probably said this on the podcast before to me like the demonstration truthfully if you if you're watching it, sh- you should be watching the uke because that's where you're gonna see the truth that's about the how person. good a school is, right? right? If the uke is good, that means that teacher has, is awesome, and and not and not because he is throwing the shit out of people, because he has trained them to be able to take those falls that's safely right. and in a way that's d- dynamically and aesthetically pleasing. Right. 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 So, uh, so yeah, there's Steven Seagal, and that's, you know, an interesting branch of Aikido that's like uh, we're representing a very angular, hard style. Um, part of that camp believes that's more functional. Part of that camp believes it's aesthetically beautiful, and that's why they want to do it. And then I think we get into purely aesthetic Aikido where it's like the whole goal is to be aesthetically pleasing. And now what's funny about that is it kind of ha- suffers from the same problem we talked about a second ago, which is like n- – no one in that camp or maybe not the very many people in that camp are saying that like that is the most martial thing but they're saying like i like doing aikido yeah. this way it looks cool and because it's a martial art that also must mean that i'm able to do it like this in real life you it's know? um yeah it's that correlation doesn't equal causation thing right, right? it's like um it's a martial art and that's and we see it done in this beautiful aesthetic way so those two two things are correlating they're they're tracking together but that doesn't mean that one the aesthetic causes it to be martially effective like it's a a false connection there but a really common one right yeah i think a lot of people are like it's a martial art so you know i used to always do this you know like uh uh, I think actually I said this last podcast, but I used to always be like, you know, witchcraft must be real because people practice it. You, right, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. There's this, yeah, this kind of line of logic that's like, well, people 
wouldn't do spells if spells didn't work, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, there's this kind of thing. And so it's like, well, it's a martial art, so they must actually be able to do that. Now, what what's missing from both of those is the actual understanding of how it's happening. We, we believe something crazy is happening that's not actually happening, you know? And so, like, we believe something's happening that's not happening, even though no one's saying that. Right. It's that same thing we're kind of talking about with the lack of explanation around that demonstration or around whatever. It's just there's not – the narrative is wrong. Right. Whether by assumption or by explicit, you right. know, if right. someone explicitly saying it, you right. know. Uh, do the – is the aesthetic Aikido, is, is, the, or is that the demonstration people? Is that what we're seeing when we're watching those demonstration videos? Are those mostly I mean, the... Yeah, man, I, I would say almost any demonstration of Aikido, unless maybe it's done specifically for Aikido people, meaning like, look, I'm trying to show you this thing that yeah, just yeah. Aikido people I'm understand. talking about like, you know, you, you click on the video that's right, like right, 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 right. blah, 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 demonstration, friendship, grouping. Right, exactly right. And that's, that's why I just want to clarify that. But like, I believe all of that is any kind of... That is aesthetic Aikido. Like, we're doing it to show how good this looks. Right, right. It's hard to separate Aikido and aesthetics because, like, so much of what we do, I mean, people want to wear hakamas and people want to wear the gi and people want to sit in a beautiful dojo that's Japanese, uh, uh, decorated in a Japanese austere style, you know? Like, we're pretty entrenched in aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. So, what kind of people. Maybe this should have just been about uh, aesthetics of Aikido. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, I think, a lot of people come into Aikido with an, an opinion or an idea about it and isn't always exactly as they think it is. And so there's some kind of misrepresentation happening there to what people think it is when they come in to when they start doing it and they learn something different. Right. And what is that, like, that uh, disconnect there? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 funny to me. Like I was I was complaining about this earlier today. Like, um, almost everyone, you know, with a few exceptions of like weird different variations. Um, maybe Steven Seagal being one of that. Maybe like IPITIS people being one of that. Like with a few exceptions, um, most people come to Aikido with the idea that it's like it's a martial art that teaches you how to protect yourself and not ideally not hurt someone else and, you know, um, doesn't require a lot of force because the idea is not to struggle with people. You know, like these are the things. And and then, but then once we get in, everyone's like, well, but yeah, now I'm I'm this awesome, terrible creature who can be, could destroy people, you know? But it's like, yeah, but you didn't sign up for that when you started Aikido. So now how come you've decided that that must be what you are or or you're disappointed in Aikido when that's not what you got, you know? Yeah, and, and so I wonder how much of that is like that um, – that because like we just talked about like that narrative that people are assuming or how much of that is explicitly said. You know, so you have somebody come start Aikido and they, they're like, well, they want to do it because of all the things we always say about it, which is, you know, use someone's force against them and peaceful, blah, blah, blah. Um, they start Aikido, they do it for a while, and then they start to get this idea. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, because I, I learned Nikyo and I learned, you know, Sankyo and I and I can really mess somebody up now, you know. And th- their idea has changed from I want to go learn this peaceful martial art that teaches me how to you know, stay like calm. wrist joint. Right. Now I can. Lock people. In. Right. And so I wonder how much of that, that, that 
that switch flipping inside of a person, because I feel like that happens a lot with a lot of people, how much of that is just people kind of not exactly, no one's telling them, oh, you're actually supposed to here to be a badass. That's what you're supposed to be here doing, you know? How much of it's that or how much of it is just people not being talked to about what's going on exactly. And, and then they're getting this idea in their head, you know, just kind of implicitly realizing it from right. what they're doing, you right. know, drawing their own conclusions. Right. And that, if so, that seems a bit problematic because that's not what they got into it for. And also, you know, if that's what how we're represent, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've, yeah. There's several things in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think some of it, you know, like so. Sometimes I'm I'm feeling like a lazy ass, and uh, and I'm gonna work out, or I've got to work. You know, I'm like, oh, this is my workout time, and and I really feel lazy. And so what I do is I say, oh, I'm just going to work out like a lazy asshole today, you know? And like, like I just, I start doing lazy stuff, you know? Like I like do some real lazy push-ups or some real lazy pull-ups or something, you know? And then once my blood starts moving, then, then you start, yeah. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm working out really hard. And usually on those days is when I work out the hardest because it's like, it just surprises me or something. And so the next thing you know, I'm really kicking ass, you know, like I'm really going at it. And it's like, I started out wanting to be kind of mellow and cool and then by the end of it i'm into it you know and i kind of wonder if that might be some of what goes on in aikido where it's like you know you're a regular old joe and you you know you don't want to be billy badass and you would like to do some martial arts so you feel a little more secure um but you know you're not really going at it like a tiger you know and then you start aikido which is a nice mellow martial art is kind of what you get the idea of and then as you start doing it you're like man, I, I really should right. be kicking ass, right. you know? You, you like, get a taste for it. Yeah, you get a taste for it. And so then you're just going at it really, really hard, you know? Yeah. Well, and the first time I think that someone gives you that Nikio and puts you on the ground uh, and you really experience that, like, pain and shock that is seemingly, like, comes from nowhere because that's if it's done correctly, that's what it should feel like, right? You right. should just suddenly – you're arm is in pain and you have no understanding of why um that's a really awesome thing and so i could e easily see someone having that done to them and then being like well shit i gotta be able to do that right right yeah. um and then just wanting to continue to build on that and build on that and build on that the first time you get sonk yoed really hard or the first time you know um and if if you're looking at that as opposed to the other thing, which is like for me, I've had the, this experience in a different way, which is like uh, I've gone to I go to push someone or I go to grab someone and they're just not there. Yeah, that to me is way more uh, of a shocking thing that I right. want to that try seems... to figure out. But it's that same sort of idea, you know, which is like when something has been done to you, suddenly it's like, no, I need to know that secret. Right, thing. right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right, true. Right, right. That's really so true. I think that's maybe where a lot of that comes from, which is like, yeah, especially when we and, – and part of this is like the setup of how the, the art is – how we study the art, which is like – and I went through the same thing. I saw Chris go through it. Like I saw Chris go through it removed, which is like um, – Studying a martial art. Oh yeah, what is it? Uh, I kill. Oh okay. Can you show me something? And then they sunk, they knee kill the hell out of you, and it hurts, mm -hmm. right? And that's implanted in your mind forever as someone on the outside, right? Right. Right. Um, and so then when you start, you learn that, and then you do, you know, and it yeah. just on and on and on. Yep. So you know that's a misrepresentation too in a lot of ways, I think. But one that is, you know, how else are you gonna? 
you know, show show someone Aikido, you know, they go, hey, show me what you're studying. And you go, okay, you stay over there. We, yeah, <laughs> we were kind of talking about this at lunch. Yeah, and I think you know? you're, you're exactly <laughs> so right. It's like, which is like, um, if we, if people knew exactly what we did, it's kind of boring. I mean, right? it's it's not sexy. Aikido no. stuff, in my opinion, is not sexy. Now, it's highly functional and awesome and cleverly thought out and like, there's all kinds of great stuff about it, but it's like, it's not sexy. Right. And so, so like, well, let's spice it up a little. With, we want to you know, put the sexy stuff up front. Right. And, and then that's inherently a misrepresentation right. because it's like, well, mostly it's not sexy stuff. Mostly it's like keeping good distance right. and, and, if and you, picking if things you show, right. And even think about that in a demonstration. Who wants to watch one guy run, you know, away from another guy for 30 minutes or an hour, however long it takes for one guy to realize I'm never going to catch the other guy and be done with it? Right. No one wants that. So what we do is we fake a failure so that we can show this tiny little part of the entire thing. Uh, um, uh And then that comes off looking really awesome. Right. Right. Man, it's it's, there's so much stuff in this because like... um, uh, I was thinking, you know, so so imagine, um, and this is the way I think Aikido is represented a lot, so I'm going to try not to be too deceptive in the way I say this, but like, you know, imagine you were like, oh, I wish I could hit hard, because if I could hit hard, if anyone ever tried to mess with me, I could hit them, you right. know? Oh, yeah. All right, and then say, you know, you trained at that, and you got to where you could punch someone so hard that you killed them, you know, like, you know, you were guaranteed, right. you punch someone, they're going to die, they right? Stop their heart, and, and And the only <laughs> sacrifice for this is you can't punch someone light anymore, you know? Oh, yeah, right. You punch them hard and they die, or you can't or you punch can't. them, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so that's, that's the ability you got, right? Now, if you have that ability, then that means... Anyone you want to use it on, they die. die. Right. You can't ever show that ability. Right. right, right now, right. that's cool in apocalypse situation where you're fighting 52 ninjas. But, like, in real life, I, I probably never, right. ever, ever, right. never want to do that. So then it's like after you had that ability, you would be like, well, how can I not use this ability? Right. right? Like, how can I find a way to, like, solve the conflict that I never have to punch a person because that means that person's going to die. Now, what's unfortunate is in Aikido, the mess representation happens when we say – First, we're going to teach you to become a killer, and then we're going to teach you to become a wholesome warrior for right, right. God or whatever, right? You know, like whatever weird stuff you got <laughs> yeah. cooked up in your head. Um, but 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 it's like that's what we think. And it's like, well, Aikido really doesn't ever have that. Like Aikido doesn't specifically teach that one t- touch kill like punch. punch. Yeah, yeah. But it does teach you the philosophy that should go with, with that. Yeah. And that philosophy, whether you have the deadly stuff or not, is the philosophy you should approach life with, which is, I don't want to fuck people up. I want everything to be cool as can be, you know? And then if you attach it, uh, like stick one of these like modular systems, we have like swordsmanship or something. It's like, that is your one touch kill. You know, if I draw my sword, Sword. you get cut in half. I don't want to cut cut you with my sword, you know? And that that is it. But it's it's not coming from the magic powers of Aikido. It's whatever else you've done that's deadly. And it's funny because you say like uh, one, you know, a punch that could kill someone and everyone and and we know that's like inherently that's not real but when you think about it that's a sword touch oh sure that's a bullet oh yeah that's That's, uh you know so and 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 that's just the next level so like you know if you're looking at it a punch is stupid if you could draw a sword drawing a sword is stupid if you could pull out a gun like you know if you take that those levels um so yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. It's like you could put these things on top of it, but it's not. It is right. not the thing. Aikido is the peaceful martial art, the 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 peaceful way of dealing with conflict 
that would be behind that stuff. But you don't need to have that stuff. And Aikido doesn't inherently provide that stuff. It just provides the philosophy and the ideas that go with it. We were kind of talking about this before, but that, like, it seems like so going back to the the person being attracted to Aikido for its peacefulness, for its philosophy in right. the first place. And then the person starting Aikido and learning some, some martial stuff and going, oh, my gosh, I like this. I want more of it. I, I like feeling powerful and strong, you know. Um, and somehow, like, to me, I guess what the re- misrepresentation is, is not a person feeling that need for more martial arts or more, you know, power or whatever. Um it's letting them or like giving them the idea that they're going to get that from Aikido. Right. You know? Right. Like that to me is the misrepresentation. You know, and that's like that's an, uh, the character arc that a lot of people go through. And I think the best way to, to, to rectify that would be to encourage people when they get to that point in their training journey to go, OK, you've learned a good amount of Aikido now. You're feeling this need to, to do more wrestling or to, to, to do, you know, like a lot of sword fighting or whatever it is. Um, we have some pieces of that here, but it's not going to be enough to satisfy you. You maybe need to step go out. study Eido. Yeah, yeah, whatever and, it is, yeah. And, 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 and then, you know, that's something that you can put the philosophy of Aikido with. And I think right. a lot of people have done that. Right. You know, you talk to a lot of people in the Aikido community and they're like, oh, I started in Aikido and then I went into Judo or right. I did Judo and I came over here and I loved the philosophy. And that's like a really common thing. Right. And But I think, like... There are still some people in the Aikido community that that aren't aware that they're not going to get that from Aikido. Right. You know, I think it's a it's a real it like it sticks in your craw because like you know if you're coming at it from the side of I am already a tough badass person who could murder people you know, and you you go into Aikido it's it's a more natural transition where you're like okay I know killing people sucks I don't want to kill anyone so this is what I want right. to do actually so let's learn how to create a cord and be peaceful right exactly right but if you come at it from the other side where it's like you know like, I'm scared of everything in the universe and I I need to do some martial art to get my feet wet and so you do Aikido and then through that you're emboldened a little bit and you're like all right I want to do some serious stuff now at that point. You need to, if you really want, if you don't just want the philosophy of peace and harmony and all that stuff, you need to go do something else. You need to unplug and go someplace That's right. But the problem is I think like people are like, yeah, but I want to just stick with this and learn the crushing killing skills. It's like, well, but you're not going to get those. And so I think a lot of, and this is why like people are like, well, if we just put a little Brazilian jiu-jitsu in or we just put a little of this or we just put a little of that. But it's like, that's all false because Aikido's nature isn't about that. Aikido's nature is how to manage not doing that stuff, right? Right. Right, how to pull yourself out of conflict right. rather than dominate in right. conflict. That's right. And I think it's a totally okay, I mean, you know, I feel this a little bit myself right now that like I love and enjoy Aikido, but I, I need more, you know. I want to do, I want to sword fight. I want to wrestle. I want to do other stuff, you know. So I mean, th- those don't have to be opposed to each other. The the warrior monk. Yeah. Uh, so I think a lot of people... That's the <clears throat> view of Aikido that they have, right? Right, right, right. Is is uh, and and it that I am a warrior. I can do warrior shit, mm-hmm. but I am spiritual, so mm-hmm. I choose not to. Mm-hmm. Is that a misrepresentation of Aikido then? Yeah, I because mean, Aikido. Like, I mean, because that's not what you're gonna get from right. Aikido. You are not going to become the warrior. Month. Yeah, I think we're we're falling. That you might become the right. Well, yeah, we're something. Fall, I mean, tricky. I think we're falling into two traps that we've talked about before. One, like ten minutes ago, which is the idea that um, 
uh, well, I'll be coming back to that one. But the first one is that um, you're confusing the martial art or, or people might confuse the martial art with the person, you know? And right. so, like, there are people that right. are the warrior monks well, but that this embody is, that. This is what I'm saying. This yeah. is the, the misrepresentation, right? right? right. Are we misrepresenting yeah. yes. ourselves yeah. when we have the leaders of the, you know, our leaders uh, setting themselves forth as warrior monks who got, whatever through aikido right so look i'm a professional aikido teacher that's what i do for a living i i know an awful lot about aikido uh i am certainly not a warrior monk because i am neither a warrior nor a monk right Right. meaning like you know like i have not gone to war and 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 been in terrible atrocities and i have not lived in a monastery and done austere practices to uh purify my spirit or whatever monks do i don't know what they do um but I am a guy who's interested in those kinds of things. So what am I? I'm an Aikido teacher because I'm a guy who's interested in those kinds of things. Now, you could be a warrior, right? So you could go on and you spent, you know, 20 years of your life in war. And then you want to chill the fuck out. Aikido might be a way to begin to transition yourself into chilling out, right? Like thinking about problems in a different way and mellowing out. And through that, Aikido might be a part of your path to become a warrior monk right that, that that's right. a possible thing that's a personal path right you could be a monk right someone who's in, deep into spiritual practice and like you're interested in exploring conflict in humanity and so aikido might be a path that you start on to get you into the martial side now it's still just like the the warrior monk it's not going to make you that but it's a part of the path that you might take to get there so no aikido because it's not a monkly practice and it's not a warrior's practice it's never going to make you a warrior monk it might be a piece of the journey you take because it helps explain some things to you that would be hard to get in another way, but it's never going to make you a warrior monk. Anyway, I killed the podcast with that. No, no, I was just thinking like, I so maybe it's that Aikido is a good um, either entryway or uh, uh, tie off to something, you know, like it either is a, an entry for people to the world of martial arts a starting point or it's a finishing point for people that are like i'm ready to complete my martial arts journey in a way that i learn about something else aside from fighting yeah you know i mean i i could also be coloring it this way a lot because this is basically what happened to me you know like aikido was i did a bunch of martial arts but aikido was the first martial i got really into and that made me really want to study other quote-unquote hardcore martial arts you know like i wanted to go do more of that stuff you know like uh wrestle and punch people and hit people with sticks and shoot you know like all that stuff um and so like as i learned that stuff and my confidence built in all those things i started going like yeah but really the truth is i don't ever want to shoot someone i don't ever want to have to do this someone and so then it's like oh aikido like just kind of naturally drew me back because it's like well it does answer those things so you know my path like kind of begin began and wrapped back around to aikido because of that very reason you know and so i think it's just a piece of the path like anything else I think that uh, didn't someone ask that? Didn't did we do a podcast on that? Someone asked that question about whether or not um, Aikido fin- was like a finishing, finishing art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about art. that not that long ago, um, but that's and, that's kind of was still in my yeah, head when and I was I thinking think, about that. I think in some ways it can be right. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. because so many people have done and Chris just explained like used it as an entry point, right? But there has to be. Well, there doesn't have to be um, something more. There definitely can be something more. I think for if, if you if you want that right, right? And, and I think that's the thing is like 
the the real uh, in terms of what we're talking about right right now like the real misrepresentation about aikido about whether it's a finishing art or a starting art or a is that it's it, that it's a complete right. um thing for a person to become a complete martial art martial artist you know like that people can come to get and get everything that they need about martial arts from, from aikido right. yeah, you're not you know and that. i think that is like the biggest thing that people think that that is not true um, is that it's for anyone ever? It's not going to be uh, enough to be to to know martial arts. Right. It's funny though because like, and I see why it could be you know misrepresented often as a complete martial art because most of the stuff you're going to need as a regular person is included right, in Aikido. Right. 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 So most of the situations you as the listener and regular person are probably ever going to encounter are answered by Aikido. Meaning like it's going to be distancing problems, intent problems, uh, basic hold problems, like stuff like that. That's Most of that stuff is solved in Aikido. Uh, Drunk Uncle Bill, you know, like all that stuff. That's the kind of stuff that Aikido will teach you about. So for a regular person, it is a pretty complete martial art. Right. But if you're on the path of a martial artist, right. you need more. Oh, you need a lot more. Right. And yeah. if you're a hobbyist, then maybe Aikido is all you need sure you know sure. it just depends like and that's the thing is we have so many people doing aikido for different reasons and they're all talking to each other but not saying why they do aikido right. you know and right. then you have people hobbyists say aikido is all i need to someone who is on the path of a martial artist right and the martial artist is going i don't feel like it's enough right. Right. and it's like well no of course it's not enough for you because you're on the path of a martial artist and you need to learn lots of martial arts right. before you right. become a martial artist right and that's know? the way with any anyone you know yeah, like you exactly. know i want to be a mathematician well you can't just study geometry and be a mathematician you've got to understand right. all of the fields and how they they work together and so um so like that's that's the thing is it's like you got to decide what you want but but aikido offers you a really nice interesting chunk out but, of that uh, and and it's weird because I don't know or not know if this is the case with other martial arts, you know, whether someone who is studying um, jujitsu, and I think maybe it is, it is this way that, you know, someone who is studying jujitsu may think that's the entirety of martial arts for them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, and it can't, I mean, you know, in the same way that Aikido can't, you know. I mean, I remember when, you know, so I was doing, I was in that scene, you know, like 2002 through 2004, 2005, like, you know, around like, you know, all those kinds of guys. And I remember there was kind of these debates, like, you know, or like, not debates, but people get mad, you know, from jiu-jitsu schools and they'd be like, yo, Bill just fought in a MMA tournament and man, he wasn't even using his jiu-jitsu, he was just boxing with the guy, you know? And it's like, there was this idea that like, jiu-jitsu is so complete, like BJJ is so complete that like, why would you, you know, be a traitor to it and do something other than Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know? And it's like, well, in truth, there were skills that were better to solve those problems, right? So, you know- It's a tool. Yeah, jiu-jitsu is a tool, you know, it's a system that in this- from A to B or, you know, A to D is a really good set of things to know. But then there's other stuff you need to know too. And so I think, you know, all martial arts get wrapped up in that. It's not just right. Aikido. Aikido is weird with it. But but uh, because it's like, oh, I love karate, so it must answer everything. Well, no, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's just a really good thing to keep in mind. And if you do keep that in mind, then you shouldn't feel bad. Like, you shouldn't feel bad that Aikido doesn't have everything you want because, look, none of them do. Right. Right? Like, you can't. It's impossible. 
even as a person, as an individual person, which has a lot more autonomy than a system does, um, you cannot be a complete martial right. artist. Like you, there's too much to study. And, and you know, people who are like, oh, well, just learn some grappling and some striking. It's like, well, that is maybe maybe a, a tenth of a percent of what you need to know to be a complete martial artist, yeah. you know? Yeah. All right. What, what are we at our time? Oh, yeah. Or? We're at 42 minutes, okay, so we're, we're good we're here. We're good. I don't know what the hell this episode is It was, was a about. weird episode. I, I, I guess. I like it though all right shot the shit <laughs> i mean i think we hit on a lot of really interesting things that and i hope it spawns some stuff with other people just thinking about um you know what it is that you're actually doing and what you're what you might think that you're doing or how other people might see what you're doing how you might want to represent yourself to other people in the future all those things so yeah how to help other people along their kind of journey and yeah. to be open and, and honest with them about, like, what that is to be on that journey, you know? Yeah. What the different um, experiences are along the way, you know? All right. All right, I let's jump in. and. A... Oh, yeah. We've got some stuff to talk about here. Patrons and... All right. Thank you so much to our patrons. We really appreciate you guys. You are you. the backbone of this podcast. You make it possible for us to keep our episodes online and our equipment up to date. Um, which is greatly appreciated. If you listen to the first 50 episodes, I'm sure you're aware that uh, those were not so great. We had some struggles. So there were some uh, bad or less good microphone struggles. Um, but thanks to all of our patrons, we now have better microphones and uh, we're able to do what we need to do. So um, thank you to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Julie Simgu, Matt Mumford, Lenny Acuna, Randy Stewart, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chiss, Hillary Jones, Franz Martinson, Brian Crowley, Thomas Polino, Flora Hennewick, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Tommy Siv, Dave Dewberry, Okan Ayrton, Constantinos Andrio, Christopher Aceto, and Grant Templin. Wow. I just kept waiting for you to go to the end. I was like, ah, she's a couple names. No, she's a couple names. No. It's amazing to me how many of those names I've heard for two years now. You know, like a a lot of those people have been patrons forever. Yeah, special thanks to those people that have been by our side since the beginning. Like that, you know, you guys are are the realest. (laughs) Yeah, thank thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Uh, and again, if you have ideas uh, or thoughts about things, please feel or free to send them. if you feel like you sent us one and we didn't do it. Yeah, send um, us it again. Cause yeah, because, we... man, sometimes it's hard to – because, like, we get messages on Patreon. We get messages in the email. We get messages on the Facebook. So it's like, I, I, I think there was another one, but I can't remember. So We just need to make a master list. Maybe I'll do that. Get a, true. Get, get a Google Doc started. Sounds Put good. together a you, master You list. do it. You do it, Josh. All right. You get on that. That's on me. <laughs> Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. This is a simple one, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> um, ask your sensei how you can help them. If there's something that you can mm, do for that's them. That's a great tip. A solid <laughs> yeah, tip. Solid well, I don't feel like tip. we've said it, and I feel like there's a lot of little things often around the dojo, and I think, I don't know, I appreciate always when I see uh, other students like saying, hey, I got you this light bulb for this, you know, this yeah. light that's out. Yeah. Or I got you a plant for the bathroom. Yeah. Thanks, Ted. Thanks, Ted. Um, that, like, you know, random stuff like that that's just, like, helps make the dojo a better, cleaner, friendlier place. And, and actually, nice. as, as a sensei, I would like to add a little bit to that. Like, so 
it's it's nice anytime anyone offers help but just saying like can i help with anything sometimes it takes more processing power to figure out what you could help me with than it than it does to actually get the help right, right. so it's nice if you see something and you're like sensei could the bathroom use a cleaning right, right or sensei right, you know right. like that kind of stuff is is awesome because right, it's like yeah then you just put up and i'm going oh that does sound great right, you right, go right. to work on thank you very much yeah, you know yeah because yeah, a lot of times you probably yeah don't have time to think like through all of the things that need to get done and go yes you can help with this one specific thing right uh so it's better if you see something say something yeah see yeah. something say something yeah. Where have I heard that? Yeah, before? pitch in or just take your sensei to lunch because I'm sure <laughs> that's always can... a great idea. That's an awesome <laughs> well, you idea. know, uh, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Well, I, that's uh, anything. Uh, is there anything else before we click uh, off we, for the I week? I think we did it. I think we did it. We right. did. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> and break. <laughs> <laughs>